Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. The hunt for Red October is back for the birds. We're getting you set with a Red Bird Playoff Report on 101 ESPN. Presented by Swiss Air Heating and Cooling. Heating system tune-up and safety check for just $69. SwissAirSTL.com. Welcome back to the opening drive on 101 ESPN Cards and Phillies this afternoon, 107, and you'll hear it here on 101 ESPN with Super Bowl champion Kerry Davis. I'm Randy Carricker, and we go to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line, Phillies right-hander and area resident, Kyle Gibson, kind enough to join us as the Phillies get ready to take on the cards here in St. Louis. Kyle, thanks so much for your time. Hey, Randy, no problem. Thanks for having me on. Well, let, let's start with this. Uh, how crazy is Philadelphia right now with you guys in the playoffs and with, <laughs> with the Eagles 4-0? It's, it's got to be wild there. The city is excited right now. Um, you know, obviously, we haven't been back since we clinched, but um, you know, they're very excited about the Eagles. Uh, a lot of us had a chance to go to the Monday night game against the Vikings, and that was a lot of fun to see the city excited. And uh, they showed uh, you know Harp and a few of the other guys on the Jumbotron, and they were – uh, really excited as well when whenever the Phillies were on the Jumbotron. So I think the Phillies fans are pumped for October, and, and we're excited to hopefully have a uh, home playoff game coming up. Hey, Kyle, you all had a, a, a coaching change earlier in the season and uh, June 3rd, and, and can you just talk to us about what that change meant when, when obviously when Joe Girardi left and Rob Thompson came in and, and took the helm? How did that transform your team and, and put you all in the position that you are in now? Sure. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest things was that it had just been talked about so much, you know, the weeks before. Um, and Joe being the professional he was, you know, you know, mentioned that he wasn't thinking about it, you know, and, and it's just tough to not think about it, right? Especially even, even as players. Uh, we knew we weren't playing well. You know, we knew that at some point there was going to be a change made. Um, so honestly, when the change was made, it was kind of like a, a, a big sigh and, and a breath let out, right? You know, your shoulders were up tight a little bit more and and then whenever that change is made, you kind of move on from it. And I think it allowed uh, us to relax a little bit. And then I think some of the young guys uh, were just able to kind of fit into their own character a little bit better. And I think they, they played a little bit more relaxed. They got a little bit more of a chance to play regularly. Uh, and that really helped guys out like Bryson Stott. And, and Alec Bohm had a little bit different uh, view on it as well and, and just played a little bit looser. So um, those young guys really benefited a lot from, from that change. So that's one part of it, is, is getting young players into the lineup and getting them playing time. What else did Rob Thompson do differently that Joe Girardi did? You know, uh, the, the day-to-day stuff was somewhat similar because obviously Tomper had worked with Joe for so long. Um, but Tomper just has a little bit different personality than Joe does. Um, you know, I don't know what causes that, but you know, maybe just a little bit more personable. Um, you know, just, just a little bit different, uh, just demeanor walking around. Um, and I think that allowed some of the young guys to, to be a little bit more relaxed as well, because, uh, you know, there is, it's kind of like being around, uh, you know, certain veteran players or, or, uh, you know, certain people with, with stature in the game, right? It's easy to get a little bit nervous and it's easy to get a little bit uptight when you're around it. And, and Joe Girardi has that type of name. So, um, you know, I think not that Rob Thompson does it, but you know, I've Joe Girardi is Joe Girardi. So uh, it gave those guys a, a little bit different opportunity to have probably a little bit different relationship with their manager than normal. 
Kyle Gibson, Philadelphia right-hander with us on 101 ESPN. And, and Kyle, one of the other things that you had to deal with this year as a club was the adversity of Bryce Harper missing 52 games with a broken thumb. Uh, if somebody would have told us before the season that A, the manager would change, and B, that Bryce Harper would miss a third of the season, we'd say, oh, they, they didn't make the playoffs. But here you are. How? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Um, and not uh, not at all what we had uh thought going into the season so um you know i think how um it's because i think whenever harp went down and seggy went down um because gino went down not too far uh, i think before harp um and both of those guys going down um gave opportunities to young guys and i think what was the biggest thing was that those young guys really stepped up and played really well in their absence uh, when when Seggy went down, that's when um, when Bryson Stott started playing second base full time. And if you look at when Stott started playing full time second base, I want to say since those days he's probably hitting upwards of 300. Um, and and that just gave him, I think, a little bit of a uh, you know not a sigh of relief, but he knew he was in the lineup. And I've been there as a young guy where you feel like, hey, if I have a bad day, I'm not in the lineup the next day. And you just don't want to ever have that feeling. And, um, you know, I think that was big for him. And then, uh, you know, when Harp went down, um, you know, Casty jumped in and played defense in right field. Um, I don't know if he likes playing DH more than outfield or not, but <laughs> most position players you talk to really enjoy playing, uh, really enjoy playing a position as well. Um, and I think that gave him a chance to play the outfield. And um, other guys just really stepped up to the occasion. And uh, it was it was really cool to see those young guys do that. Hey, Kyle, how, how excited are you to to be able to play this series in St. Louis? Uh, you went to the University of Missouri, have family, have ties here to the to the Missouri area and St. Louis area. How excited are are you one to to be able to have this series here? And and are you are you going to have to have a lot of fans and fr- and friends uh, at the game? A lot of ticket requests for you? Uh, yeah, we'll see how the ticket requests go uh, because I have a feeling Bush Stadium is going to be uh, a sellout every time and tickets aren't going to be easy to come by. But um, you know what? It's uh, most of, and without throwing my wife's family under the bus, most of my wife's family obviously are Cardinals fans. So, um, you know, for most of the beginning of my career when I wasn't playing the Cardinals, I got to hear about how good the Cardinals were. Now that we've played the Cardinals a little bit, they've tapered that down. Uh, to try to not, you know, show too much bias, but uh, we will make sure those ticket requests have Philly shirts on <laughs> and uh, yes. not just a red <laughs> shirt because we need to be supporting the Phillies. But no, uh, it's a really cool opportunity. Um, you know, anytime I get the chance to play in St. Louis, it's cool to play in front of family members that don't normally get to see me play a whole lot, um, and it's close to my family, you know, near Indianapolis as well. So they're driving over, and um, you know, it's it's going to be a really fun series. And last time the Phillies were in the playoffs. It was against these Cardinals. So, um, you know, still, and I think Wainwright and those guys were around, obviously. So uh, they still have some familiar faces over there that will remember that series as well. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. The first time the Phillies have made the playoffs since 2011. Take us into the clubhouse that night when you guys clinched a spot in the playoffs. What was it like for the Phillies to do that? Yeah, um, you know, it was really cool. Uh, I've had the chance to, to clinch in the wild card, clinch a division and just be on a few different of the ends of the spectrum, right? So in, in 2019, when we clinched the division in Minnesota, that was my sixth season there. 
And, uh, you know, you just you wanted to be a part of the team that won the division again. We hadn't won it since maybe 2010 or 2011. Uh, and we had been bad for, for a few of those years. Um, so I got to enjoy that with the front office and with the players that have been there. And the cool thing about the other night was I got to see guys like Reese, Aaron Nola, Zach Eflin, uh, guys that have been around for years really get to embrace the front office and get to embrace each other like, hey, we did it. You know, they were a part of that group of players that came up and broke that streak, and that was really cool. Uh, you know, getting the chance to see young guys uh, experience it for the first time was awesome. Uh, and then we have guys like Kyle Schwarber who have been seven out of his eight years in the big leagues, and you see him, it never gets old, right? He's still celebrating the exact same way. Um, so I found myself kind of sitting back a little bit and just, uh, you know, surveying the room because uh, you really got to see a lot of different emotions. And uh, to be a part of that team that broke the streak for the Phillies is, is an honor and, and has been a lot of fun. Hey, Kyle, so going forward into the series, what are the expectations? I mean, obviously it's to win the game, but uh, this Cardinals team has been, has been playing really well lately, and you all kind of struggled the last few weeks. What are your expectations going into this series? Yeah, I think for us, um, you know, we're obviously a team that, that is a heavy offensive team. And, you know, normally offense is not uh, – it normally comes at a premium in the playoffs. I think for us, you know, with how our rotations lined up with Wheeler, Nola, and Ranger, all three of those guys have just been absolutely phenomenal all year. And uh, we really like our chances if we can put up, you know, two or three runs early. And I think it's going to be important for us because uh, there's times where we get on a little bit of a drought uh, and, and we end up, you know, maybe putting a little bit too much pressure on ourselves. Uh, and I think for our offense to set up and to give our bullpen, you know, cause we got a couple of heavy arms at the back end of the bullpen too. Uh, if we can get, you know, a two or three run lead early, I know it sounds cliche. Um, but I think that'd do wonders for our offense's confidence. Uh, and then it sets our bullpen up in, in a great, uh, a great spot. But, you know, the Cardinals play such good defense and they obviously have a heavy back end bullpen with Helsley and, and the other guys back there. Um, so I think for us, you know, if we can get to Quintana tomorrow uh, and just put a couple up early, that's going to be big for us. What do you think the biggest challenge is in facing the Cardinals? You had a chance to face them a couple of times in July. Uh, what's the toughest part? Obviously, we know Goldie and Arenado, but just from a broad standpoint, what's the toughest part about the Cardinal offense? You know, I think one thing they do well is they don't give away at bats, right? Um, you know, they yes, they have strikeouts. There's some strikeouts in, up and down the lineup, but uh, I don't know where they stand you know, in the rankings in the strikeouts, but I feel like they're a team that, that puts the ball in play. Uh, they do the little things right. Uh, you know, they make sure that, you know, if you're an eight or nine hole hitter, you got the top of the lineup coming up. You know, if you got a guy on first base, you're finding a way to get him to second. If you got a guy on second base, you're finding a way to get him to third, so that top of the order. Uh, and then Goldie and, and Arenado and Pujols can, can do what they do. So, um, you know, yes, you definitely don't want to let, you know, Goldie and Nolan and Pujols beat you. Um, but if you're just worried about those three guys, I think you're missing the rest of that lineup because they have a very deep lineup with young guys who are really able to get the job done in big spots. And that's why they won the division, right? You know, they obviously Pujols came on late and did an amazing job. Um, but up and down, you know, you don't win the division if you have a soft lineup, if you're, if you're just top heavy with two guys. So uh, I think for our pitching staff, it's important to, yes, focus on those three guys, but understand that those other guys are table setters. And if you can keep them off base, uh, you know, that's going to do wonders uh, when you're having to face those big guys. And Zach Wheeler gets the Phillies opening start for this series. And people know that Zach Wheeler is a great pitcher, but what a great story. Missed the entire 15 and 16 seasons. I think a lot of people wrote him off, and now he's become one of the best and most durable pitchers in the game. Yeah, he's he's been really fun to watch, you know, just this last 
you know, just over a year since I've been here. And I've seen him from afar, but, uh, you know, like you said, you, you really saw him come into his own in 18 and 19, sort of his, the end of his time there in New York. Um, and what a guy to be teammates with and learn from, like Jacob DeGrom, right? You know, it's really interesting how similar their deliveries are, how similar their body types are, and then their stuff is just so electric with, with the cutter-slider combination and the, the, you know, just overpowering fastball. But, um, you know, he's a guy that dealt with injuries early on in his career, like you said. And uh, injuries have a way to show you a lot about yourself, um, but then also make you tougher in certain instances as well. And uh, I haven't talked to Zach a whole lot about that because I don't really – I've been injured myself, so I don't necessarily like to sit there and harp on injuries and stuff. But um, I would have to say that if, if you sat and talked with him, um, you know, going through those moments in his, in his career probably taught him a lot about, you know, one, you know, being thankful for when you're healthy, but two – uh, you know, learning a lot about yourself as a person and as a competitor. Hey, Kyle, I wanted to ask you quickly just about Albert Pujols this season. Uh, obviously, you all are in your own playoff chase, and you were you were doing your thing. But did the guys in the clubhouse ever get a chance to just sit down and watch one of his at bats and see him maybe take the home run, uh, the seven home run, uh, get the seven home runs, or, or the seven zero three, or any of those home runs that he was able to get? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> you know, I think that's one thing. Like I, I know all sports talk about right there their player brotherhood, right? Like, you know, the, the being, being competitors, but, you know, being fans at times. And uh, it's really cool when you're getting to see guys like Albert and Judge, you know, make their chases and make their runs. And, um, yeah, I mean, we had the TV on, you know, pregame. And uh, I don't know that it was during the game, obviously, because, you know, with the, the MLB rules, you really can't have the TVs on other channels. But, um, you know, before the game, we were absolutely locked in and, and seeing where those guys were and, um, you know, getting a chance to – I think I had to watch both of them on, uh, on replay because it was during our games. But, um, man, you know, having the chance to compete against Albert, uh, you know, talk to him a few times, you know, during his time in L.A. Um, and just, you know, kind of uh, get to know him just on a very surface level a little bit. It's, I'm so happy for him. You know, he's a guy that has done things the right way and, and has been such a good human being in the process. Um, you know, it, it was really cool to kind of be a fan – and get to watch you know him celebrate that uh, you know over the last couple of weeks. Kyle Gibson is the vice president of Big League Impact. And by the way, congratulations on being your team's finalist for the Roberto Clemente Award. But you and your Thank wife, you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's awesome, and we've been so lucky here in St. Louis with with Yachty and with Wayno and with Albert and with uh, Lou Brock back in the day. We we've been really lucky, and so we know what when you are a finalist, what you do, and you're so involved with Big League Impact, and I know you've got a big uh, trap and skeet shoot coming up in Pacific on November 5th. It's Big League Blast. Yeah, so uh, this will be the third time we've done it. Uh, We did it uh, in 2018, and then we had to skip a couple years there. Uh, We did it last year again for the second time, and um, it's just an event. Uh, Now in its third time, the growth from the first year to last year was so cool, Um, and then this year, and we've already got eight groups signed up. I think we had 13 last year, so we're well on our way to, to you know, having more groups showing up and, and being involved. Um, it's just a really cool opportunity, I think, for a baseball town like St. Louis um, to, one, you know, be around some, some Cardinals and former Cardinals. Uh, Brad Thompson will be back out there again this year. Uh, Trevor Rosenthal said he's going to show up. Uh, Sam Coonrod, a local guy uh, who's now in the Philly bullpen, he'll be there, I think. Uh, and then also uh, Matt Veerling, a local guy as well from the Phillies, will be there. Um, so whether you're a Cardinals fan or just a baseball fan, uh, it's a really cool opportunity to come out, do something outdoors. It's a, a totally different activity than most people have done 
Um, and we've had people show up that, that have shot clavers before and some that haven't. And JB and his team there at St. Louis Keaton Trap do a great job of helping you through that. So if you've never shot a shotgun and you don't know what you're doing, as long as you can pay attention to, to safety rules, it's going to be a fun day for you. Um, so if people can come out, uh, they can go to bigleagueimpact.org and, and find out more information on it. Um, but it's November 5th, like you said, there in Pacific, Missouri. Uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun coming out, shooting some shotguns and shooting some clay birds and getting the chance to, to hang out with some current and former Major League Baseball players, all the while raising money uh, for you know three or four different food pantries across Franklin County. Because since COVID happened, uh, you know food insecurity has been on the rise all across the country. And in Franklin County, the, the three or four food pantries that we're looking at helping out are helping out anywhere in between 2,000 to 3,000 people per month. This county only has, you know, right around, I think, fifteen to 20,000 people. So you can do the math. There's a lot of people in Franklin County who are in need of food help. Um, and these food pantries are going to do a lot of great work. Well, that's great. And, and thanks for what you do. And you can either go to the Big League Impact Twitter page or Kyle Gibson's Twitter page. Follow him at KGib44. Kyle, we wish here in St. Louis that we could wish your Phillies <laughs> luck this weekend. But I'll tell you what, either way, the, the winner of this series, that'll be our team on this show, okay? I really appreciate that, guys. Thank you. (laughs) All right, Kyle. Have a great day. Thanks. All right. You guys do the same. Kyle Gibson joining us on game day as the Cards get ready to take on the Phillies in game one. 107 here on 101 ESPN.